Well, hi, everyone. I'm Mindy Mizell, and thanks for joining the Purposeful Podcast. Today, I've got a great interview. I'm excited to do because it's with a brand that prides itself in helping people achieve their dreams. We're talking with Texas Capital Bank, which started in 1998 as a startup business and has since become one of the fastest-growing banks in the country, and it has since been named also consistently by Forbes as one of the best banks in the United States. I uh, looked up online the bank's mission statement. It's pretty impressive. They serve Texas businesses and the entrepreneurs who run them. So we're going to be talking today now with Effie Dennison. She is a senior vice president with Texas Capital Bank out of Dallas. Effie, thanks for talking with us today. Sure. Glad to be a part. Thank you. Well, Effie, I'd love to talk with you. I, I mean, I'm so impressed by the fact that Texas Capital Bank, uh, you know, really does want to help people achieve their dreams. But you know, why do you exist in the first place? I mean, this is so impressive that in nearly two decades you've grown to become one of the best banks in the country. But, you know, so let's talk about the purpose behind Texas Capital Bank. We exist to, to serve, I mean, as our mission statement says, we exist to serve uh, our customers. Uh, we are very much a relationship bank. So it starts with fundamentally of knowing uh, who your customers are and establishing that relationship and as their their needs, their vision, their dreams, um, helping them to become into reality through offering responsible products and services and sometimes being counselors uh, to be able to help to coach some of the businesses that we work with uh, to help them to also fulfill. As our communities grow and prosper, so do we as an organization. Uh, so for us to be re that responsible partner here in the market, working with our customers to help them fulfill that, uh, we're certainly fulfilling our mission as well. That's so great. I, and how do you stay true to that? I mean, I, I have been able to get online and watch some of the founders talk about their vision, um, how it started about 20 years ago. But how have, has the bank been able to stay so consistent in wanting to make sure that um, you, that you end up really sticking true to the mission? Well, it, it really starts with, you know, we are very um, intentional about our hiring and in terms of the people that we bring on board, we recruit the top talent in the industry. Uh, and by recruiting the top talent and, and coming in, it started with the, the foundation that was laid by the original founders of the bank in terms of what their vision was. We just see ourselves as being uh, conduits to making that still not only become you know, the legacy of the past, but our present and our future. So by embracing that vision and staying true and core to who we are, who we set out to be, and even as we grow and expand and we bring in new leadership, they too have to embrace that vision and be, become a part of that and own their piece of preserving uh, that, that rich history that we have, but also to help to build upon that legacy. So it starts with where we started out and to how we take ownership in preserving that and to how we see that uh, playing out in the future as we continue to grow into the new business areas. Wow, that's great. And it does you really boil down to having just incredible talent and staff around you, too, to support that overarching mission. Um, now, I know we've talked a little bit before this phone call about some of the pillars that you that the bank stands on as far as you know, when you bring in these talented staff and making sure that they all are like-minded in the way that the company wants to move forward. Can you talk a little bit about what that means and what it looks like when you when you try to move forward as a, as a bank, um, making sure that 
you're, you're able to stick true to stay true to the same values. Well, when we define the, the four pillars for, for our institution, you know, a lot of that came about from a strategic planning where we looked at where we, again, going back to the, the, the vision of our uh, forefathers. And I think that helped us to be able to understand from our founders, you know, when they set out originally to talk about, you know, the, the, the formation of this bank and what they wanted and aspire to have as a result of them coming together to form the bank, you know, having that as a platform or uh, a good foundation from which to build has really been, been the model that has sustained us. When our new leadership comes on board, we're all embracing that and we're taking that to the next level to flush that out a little bit more. So what does it mean? How do we help businesses grow? How do we help them prosper? So being able to have that information I think is very important for us as a part of our development strategy. And I'm sure you've seen just incredible success stories locally after, um, you know, having been in existence for nearly a couple decades now. Uh, can you share with us some of those, uh, just maybe a story or two of, of just the success that has, has occurred as a result? Sure. I, I think if you look at an area, so let's look at in, in Dallas. When we talk about communities prospering, uh, what, what, when you think and or envision a prosperous community, it's one that has jobs. It's one that has access to uh, a grocery store. It's one that has access to education, good education, uh, low crime. Um, and the communities that we serve, not just the affluent, prosperous communities, uh, a lot of what we do in our area and for the bank is we look at our and serve the needs of our low and moderate income census tracts. One area in particular, and we do this in all of our markets. So we're a Texas-based bank. We're in our the five major cities uh, within Texas. And in every single one of those markets, we identify as a, as a bank, recognizing you don't have a branch or we don't have a branch on every con con corner. How do we become impactful? How do the investments that we make, the services that we provide, impact and transform neighborhoods? That's when you know that you really are making a difference. It's not just enough to say here's another transaction by transaction opportunity, but how is that dollar that we're investing in that community being truly transformational? When I take a look at just the Dallas community, for instance, and uh, West Dallas, which is an area that had um, probably the highest level or concentration of people living below the poverty line, um, in anywhere in the city in the metropolitan and probably one of the more concentrated areas of poverty level in the country. Uh, I just found out this morning that same community, West Dallas, just out in the shadows of downtown, just was annexed into the city of Dallas in 1952. Prior to that, that was a community where anyone could go in, do anything, build anything, and the community as a result of that was consistent of um, insufficient housing or you know, homes that were built with whatever people had at the time, no code compliance was enforced. You had a significantly high criminal element uh, that was there because it was pretty much not a part of the city, so the policing wasn't there. Uh, you had a community that people came in and just built warehouses and they left and abandoned them. 
So it was a very depressed area in the shadows of downtown that you can look from even our building and look over into that community and see nothing but opportunity. So one of the first investments that we made was in Trinity Grove. Uh, one of our customers of our bank had a vision, and his vision was, I've been in the restaurant business, have been very successful. I want to create a concept for the incubator for other small chefs that also have a vision that they want to kind of do a proof of concept. So he took an old warehouse, an old abandoned uh, facility, converted into these mini little concepts for restaurants um, that different local chefs here in the city had a chance to go in, and it was supposed to be on a rotation basis just to see how successful they were, and then they could take it from there, and then once they proved their concept, move on to another location. If you look at what that vision started out for, not only his vision, but the other local chef's vision, to now Trinity Grove is probably one of the most successful dining entertainment venues in this city, bar none. Uh, it's in the area of West Dallas, that area that I just described that had a higher criminal element, insufficient housing, poverty. Uh, to go in and be the first in to make that investment and then have our bank say, we give your vision, we support your vision, we'll invest the dollars in the, to make that a reality. When you look at that community from where it was five years ago, six years ago, before, or eight years ago when we initially started making that investment, to that, to see that community now that is vibrant, that you've got a combination of still low income, we've got new affordable housing coming in, we've got mixed income housing coming in that has Volvo retail and high density housing. That whole corridor that once was such an eyesore that you wouldn't think twice about crossing over that bridge is now one of the most vibrant development areas of the city bar none. Wow. Texas Capital Bank got the vision, shared the vision, and now not only are we a recipient of making responsible lending, we now see the impact of how you can trans an entire neighborhood, an entire community with one investment that serves as a catalyst to drive all of that development that's now taking place to truly transform communities. Wow, so impressive. I, I love hearing these stories about, you know, not only empowering people to do their dreams, but transforming communities. You know, before we uh, we let you go, I do want to ask you about this um, mobile banking center. I know that's something that's uh, fairly new for, for the bank. Um, what is this going to be doing? Well, so we're real excited about it. So last month we, we launched the, the, the mobile uh, literacy center. Um, and if you could imagine, this is a big 40-foot cobalt blue a truck that has at the front to the back blue bonnets, Texas blue bonnets over a sunset. So you can't miss us coming or going. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, this was kind of a takeoff of, you know, our global issue was to partner with the, the local food bank um, to go into communities where there are food deserts uh, that people, communities have no access to fresh produce. So, you know, last year we also partnered with the North Texas Food Bank and sponsored this mobile truck that's going into underserved communities and delivering fresh produce. So if the idea kind of came from our CEO from that being, well, if the truck can go and deliver produce, why can't we go and deliver financial services? 
so that embarked upon the journey to start the mobile center. Um, we launched the truck in April of this year. Uh, it actually was here. We had a big ribbon cutting over in Clyde Warren Park and took it all over Texas. Hmm. It will be used uh, primarily for providing financial services, and that's everything from a the financial literacy uh, modules that we have uh, powered by EverFi. Uh, the modules are on; they're all self-paced. Uh, they're on Surface Pro laptops, so when you walk into the mobile, we're able to do individual self-paced training. Uh, we also have the capabilities in the at a wave bar setting where we could do small intimate training for financial literacy, home buyer education, uh, a number of uh, consumer products. We're able to uh, the phase two of this would be to open checking accounts, savings accounts, so we can provide full banking services to the community. Uh, the mobile will also be used in times of disaster. Uh, recovery. I heard you mention that you were with the Red Cross. We were just with them last week, as a matter of fact. Uh, Texas Capital Bank is a what they call a Ready 365 corporate partner. And by that, we are supporting the Red Cross in as they are the first to be on the scene in times of disaster. Uh, the mobile will be, you know, they're, they're our partner. Uh, they'll go out, make the assessment, and Certainly, if things are safe and we're able to, to get our mobile down there, we'll be there. What do people need when a disaster happens? They need access to cash. This mobile has two ATM machines on it where they'll be able to dispense cash to those families so that if they're needing to uh, take care of emergency accommodations or move families or whatever, that mobile will be there in the heart of those disaster areas helping to work and provide services to those families. It may be that we need to be banking. It may need to be that we need to open our doors for the mobile to accommodate uh, a counselor for FEMA to sit there at the desk and talk about FEMA products. But what will be clear is that Texas Capital Bank is here in Texas in time of disaster, partnering with Red Cross and partnering with those that are on the first line with people that have lost some in most instances literally everything. Uh, that's what we do. That's what we do best. It's, it's just who we are. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing some of the stories for Texas Capital Bank. And before we let you go, can you just share your website? Our website is www.texascapitalbank.com. Thank you, Effie. It was great talking with you and just enjoy hearing about what the bank is doing and helping communities to thrive. And it's an exciting season. And wish you all the best during the, uh, during the hurricane season as it comes up, uh, especially in the Texas area. And for all those who are listening to the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and just go to PurposefulPodcast.com.